Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From Dear Media and Rom-Com Pods comes a scripted podcast so outrageously inappropriate, we can't believe they let us put it on the air. Meet my best friend, Allie. Like, gross, close best. Hello? Wait, are you peeing? Everyone loves a messy bitch. And Allie's life was about to get a whole lot messier. Maybe 2022 is going to be my year. Yeah, 2022 is definitely not going to be her year. Allie's going to bone, marry, and bury three different people. Get it? Bone, marry, bury? Like, fuck, marry, kill? I just wanted to say that, but it didn't clear legal. Ready to play? Introducing Bone, Mary, Barry, starring Sarah Hyland, Harvey Guillen, and Tommy Martinez. Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this. Bone, Mary, Barry is brought to you by Sakara, Modern Fertility, Blue Land, and Roderm. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hey, hey, welcome to With Wit. How is everyone doing? Thought that I would start giving you two highs and two lows from the week. The lows sometimes are easier. I wish that weren't the case. Yesterday was definitely a low. The bloat was insane. I shared it on my Instagram. People had told me afterwards that it was super uncomfortable, that after the egg retrieval is the most uncomfortable time, but I don't think I really connected to it. It's one of those things. You don't really connect to it until it happens to you. You know, everyone's always like, why didn't anyone tell me? Another low was just a little bit of anxiety after that. Just yesterday feeling low emotionally. I think my body physically coming off of the hormones and ramping up for a period. My period is on its way. I was just feeling like, like nothing that was on my schedule felt exciting. I didn't have a positive outlook towards anything. I was kind of dreading the day and just wanted it to be over. And so that was a definite low, that mindset, happy that I'm out of that day and into today, which brings me to probably my two highs, which have been today. One was just that compliment that Timmy just paid me. He just told me how nice I was for thinking about inviting his parents on a trip. And that was just so nice that he called that out. And I feel weird even saying that or acknowledging it here. But like, to me, it felt like, oh, of course, we're going to Florida like we would invite them. 
anyways, he just acknowledges me in ways that feels nice. So anybody out there, if you have a partner today, just acknowledge them in some way. Just feels unexpected and lovely. And the second high is just how physically much better I'm feeling today. This is now like the fourth day after surgery, fourth to fifth day after surgery. I feel like finally some relief. There's still some bloat, but I can walk around without feeling like a major insane pressure on my bladder. So I'm going to take a walk after this and I'm sure that's going to be another high. So feeling really good here. I intended to record the fertility episode this week, but because of everything I'm finding out day by day after the surgery, I thought it would be best to record it after this week so that I could give you a full beginning, middle and end of the process. And yeah, that's what's going on with me. But let's get into the episode. My guest is awesome. Jessie DeLoe. She is so wonderful. She's actually a friend. We did a birthing class together. This class called Loom by Erica Chitty Cohen. She's a doula. We did it together before we each had our first kid. Jessie is a manifestation coach, certified yoga instructor, art therapist, and co-founder of How You Glow. She is so inspiring. She provides life-enhancing, enriching, and enlightening experience to clients across the globe. Through one-on-one manifestation sessions, relationship coaching sessions, and group manifestation workshops that blend her background in therapeutic healing with spirituality, positive psychology, and neuroscience, Jessie inspires people to live the most vibrant life possible and step into alignment with their soul's true calling. And she is seriously living and embodying this. You have to follow her on Instagram and you will see this. She has such a beautiful family, a beautiful relationship, lives such a beautiful life filled with such positivity. And it is just because of her true essence. She also has a podcast called Madly Forever, in which she explores the secrets to fulfilling relationships, everlasting vitality, and passionate love. She is so incredible. This chat was truly, truly amazing. Really helped me further that idea of manifestation and how to think of things positively and really like flow into things. Here is Jesse. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? So good to see you. Oh my gosh, so good to see you as well. Oh my god, forever, like really forever, years now, which is crazy. Really crazy. Actually, last week I recorded an episode all about fantasizing and manifesting and like how much of it I do and how much is healthy until you know you start to just live in the future and obviously not be experiencing what is happening now. And so I'm really excited to chat with you because you obviously that's your whole world. First thing we should do is just obviously have everybody get to know you a little bit better and tell everybody what you're up to right now and what kind of brought you to what you're doing. Yeah. So I'm Jesse Delo. I am from New York originally. My background is in art therapy. I studied to become an art therapist at NYU. So I got my master's degree in that Previous to that, I had lived somewhere for a month becoming a yoga teacher. And then soon after, actually immediately when I started my studies in art therapy, I began to blend yoga, meditation, breath work, and art therapy together for sort of this holistic um, healing experience for people. And I was working in very high risk places, psychiatric wards, you know, sober living houses, like places where people need a lot of help. 
mm-hmm. and treatment centers and things like that. And I loved it. It was amazing. It was really rewarding. It was really fun and interesting. But after a while, you know, I had Amelie, first of all, and then it was like I was driving everywhere. This is I had moved to L.A. at this point and I was driving everywhere and I was sort of this one woman show just sort of showing up at all these places. And when you're working in treatment centers, not everyone's like signs up like they're ready to do this. You know, they're sort of forced into this work. And sometimes it was so awesome. And then other times, you know, I'm like, maybe, you know, I'd like to sort of work with people who are ready to, to come to me. And, you know, it was just sort of a shift in my energy and that I was ready to receive people who signed up for it, who are ready for it to make this really profound shift in their lives. Not to say that I didn't love the work I was doing. It was really interesting. It was just a shift I was going through in my own personal life and wanting a little bit more control over my own schedule and a little bit more control over my energy. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so at that point I pivoted from being an art therapist and yoga teacher into a manifestation coach because I realized that my skill and my gifts were in helping people to create the the mental environment and the energetic environment in their bodies and in their lives that could support their dreams and support their goals. And I realized that that's what I very naturally had been doing in my own life and like I'm just obsessed with enhancing that for myself Mm -hmm. and for other people. So it's something that I never get sick of. I never get bored of. There's always like another peel of the onion to like go deeper and get more clear and more aligned with what is your truth. Right. And so I think it's super interesting and super fun. And I'm just so grateful I get to do this as my job. Yeah. So was there a moment in your life where you realized that you were just manifesting a lot? My mom is a chef, but she's also became a life coach. Like at at some point in my childhood, or maybe even a little bit later, but she was on a spiritual path herself. So she actually like had a very robust spiritual bookshelf. And my sister and I were very interested in it from a young age. Like I'd say like middle school on, we were just read these books about manifestation, about quantum physics, about energy and about all the things that I'm obsessed with still to this day. And I feel like just that in itself, that education, when I was so young and, and, you know, so easily impacted by, by what I was learning has really shaped sort of the way that I think and view the world. And also, I think it's a little bit of a, of a natural inclination. I think it's just sort of my makeup is that I kind of believe everything's going to work out. And I've always had this level of, of trust. And I think because I believed that that's what I've seen. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's really the truth. It's like, whatever you're sort of programmed to believe is, is what you see and is what that's the truth that's reflected back to you. And so the more that this becomes enhanced by you keep seeing it, it's reinforced that you keep believing it. Right. right, right. And so understanding that, you know, and of course, like I'll have days that are, that are harder and, and like, I'll forget. And then I'm like, oh, I can choose to remember that. And it gets better, you know, mm-hmm. more clear. Yeah. Clear. Right. What's your personal relationship with manifestation right now? Yeah. That's a great question. I mean, so I live and breathe it because it's yeah. like my, you know, it's what I'm always talking about and doing for my, for my work. And because of that too, I'm always reading and learning more because I, I have an online course now that I'm delivering content to people through these workshops. So I'm always 
wanting to deepen so that I have, you know, like fresh perspectives and just like, I try to find the most sort of intricate examples that I can through like old texts or through, you know, science and through, you know, different parts of the brain learning more about it. So I'm like very much like immersed in different interesting things, which is fun. It forces me to keep learning, but I'd say my own personal practice is, is based in really like taking time to be quiet and to be still like, that's, I think the most important thing for me. And it's, you know, as having two kids right now, a lot going on, that is something I have to really prioritize because without that stillness and that quiet time, there's not the opportunity to be intentional. Right. And so to be able to slow down and carve out quiet time and be with myself and just allow whatever needs to come to the surface or whatever I want. Like it it reveals to me what I need. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so with manifestation, I mean, it's more about for me right now, it's about my energy and my time and my day more about the day to day than like these bigger aspirations or goals at the moment. I feel like something will come up and I'll have, okay, I need to create sort of a, a process around receiving what I'm calling in and getting there and all the steps to getting there. But at the moment, I feel like I'm in this sweet spot of really, I've done a lot of creating recently and I've sort of like built a lot of things that now I'm just enjoying and I'm just trying to tune into the, the everyday, right. And trying to really be present with what, what is currently in my reality and enhance it by tuning into it. I think that's so important because I think that if we don't do that, that so many of us can get stuck on this rat race where we're constantly feeling like we need to get to this next step and then we're never satisfied what is happening. And then before you know it, like so much of your life has passed you by where you haven't been present. So true. And now word from one of our awesome brand partners. Okay, as I told you a couple weeks ago, I'm working with Havenly to get my home office just the way I need, organized and a place I want to be. Havenly is the number one online interior design service that makes it easy to create the home you love. Right now, there is an exclusive offer to design your first room for only $99 with promo code WITHWIT at havenly.com. The process has been so easy and convenient, I can't recommend it enough. First, you take an online style quiz to figure out what vibe you're feeling for your room. You get the opportunity to share specific inspiration, needs, and budget before you get matched with a designer. Then, Havenly recommends a list of designers based on your inspo. You'll work one-on-one with them to create a design for your room, incorporating new pieces along with ones that you already have and love. As we speak, I'm chatting with my designer to work out a new desk chair. Mine's super uncomfy. I'm keeping my desk, so they're sending me some ideas based on the size and the budget I provided. Havenly handles the ordering, shipping, and delivery logistics for you so you can sit back and relax. Visit havenly.com and use code WITHWIT at checkout to design your first room for only $99. For some, starting a family can take a little extra science, support, and a whole lot of success. At RMA Fertility Centers, you'll find this, along with compassionate fertility specialists and the latest and safest fertility treatments out there. For more than 20 years, RMA's approach to fertility care has been rooted in science and guided through patient-centered care, helping bring one healthy baby at a time to loving families across the U.S. and around the world. 
with their unparalleled success rates and fertility centers from New Jersey to right here in Santa Monica, California, RMA is the destination for fertility care. Start building your family today, one healthy baby at a time at rmanetwork.com. That's rmanetwork.com. Okay, back to the episode. For me, sometimes it's hard finding that coexistence between living in the present moment and like being grateful for what I have. And then also balancing that with like wanting to be somewhere else or be living somewhere else or envisioning myself somewhere else. Or like, you know, for my own personal journey right now, I'm going through IVF at the moment and like, you know, I'm in a very much a transition phase. So it's hard for me to not think about the future when so much of my life depends on so many things happening in the future. So I'm just like, I'm just having a hard time sitting still between like enjoying this present moment. Like I'm not pregnant yet. Sunny's four and a half. There's so much life to live. Like I too have built this life and want to enjoy my house and my husband and my youth and everything, but also want to plan for the future. You're excited for the things to come. Yeah. First of all, like you're doing great. It sounds like, cause you have this intention of like, wow, what, what I see around me is so beautiful and amazing. And I want to celebrate that. And I want to appreciate that which is great because some people wouldn't be in that space. Some people would just be like, well, it's not, I can't exhale until I get that. It's not like, I can't relax or I can't enjoy it until this mm-hmm. falls into place. And then that is not the energy that you manifest from actually, because that's a feeling of lack of missing something. And you only manifest from feeling grateful for what you have. It's a requirement. You have to be appreciative and present in where you're, you currently are. So it sounds like you already have that. But I think also if you knew for a fact, for sure, that all that you wish and all that you want is coming to you, that it's on your way, on its way to you. And that you were undoubtedly going to get everything that you wanted. How would you approach your day-to-day differently? Yeah. I mean, I would probably have a lot less like anxiety and stress, right? Like I would stop probably thinking so much about the future and really be living. There would be nothing to worry about because I would know that it would be coming. So I, yeah. 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 And then looking at the quality of the thoughts around what you're calling in. So are the quality of the thoughts that, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this, this new addition to our family. I'm so excited for, to receive positive results from you know, whatever, mm-hmm. maybe fertility situation, or is it, I'm worried that it's not going to happen. Oh, I'm worried that it's not going to go well. Or I'm worried that, that it's not going to work out. Yeah. It's more the latter, I would say. Yeah. Right. And so that's why you feel that feeling of anxiety, which actually takes you away from being able to tune into the present moment and appreciate the present moment because anxiety by nature is not being in present. Mm -hmm. You can't be anxious if you're truly in the present because anxiety is either you're stuck in the past or you're worried about the future, Mm -hmm. right? When you're one with the present moment, you are in it. You are just experiencing it, right? Mm -hmm. You're just, you're not telling a story about it. You're just experiencing it and connected with it, one with it. Um, and so the more that you can tell yourself and re sort of reprogram the script that's going on about, and the narrative about your journey and where you want to go, I think getting really clear about what you want and why you want it and why, how you're going to feel when you get it. Right. And then taking that feeling and bringing it to the present moment, because what you're doing is you're planting the seed of that feeling and programming yourself to see 
all of that, all of the things that induce that feeling in your present reality and making it all expand so that you see it, so you see more of it. And the more that you can sort of kind of snowball with that, you become just such a magnet for it and attract the reality that you're moving towards effortlessly by simply just being in that frequency, mm-hmm. right? We have a part of our brain called the reticular activating system, which is really interesting. What it does is it filters out anything that's useless information and filters in anything that is relevant to our story that we're telling ourselves, anything that's in alignment with what we believe, basically. And so it's allowing us to just like on a practical level, this reticular activating system is allowing us to filter out all the sounds that you know, are, are not useful to us all. Like if we're in a really crowded restaurant, let's say like it would be torturous to hear all these sounds. So this part of our brain says, okay, I'm only going to let you hear this amount so that it's like processable for you. You know, we're, we're just taking in a fraction of what's available to us Mm -hmm. in our reality. Right. And so what's reflected back to us is what we've told ourselves is in alignment with our story. Right. You're anxious about things not working out. Okay, I'm going to show you in your reality all the things that aren't working out. Your coffee is going to spill. You're, you know, you're going to get stopped by a cop on the way to this and that. Like because you're looking for it, you're looking for those experiences. But if you wake up and say, okay, it's fun. You're like playing this video game with your brain. Your brain is such an incredible like source of power, right? And it's saying, okay, today I'm going to see all the things that show me that things are going to work out. I'm going to see the signs that are going to show me that. So you could even say like today, show me a sign and in the form of my lucky number or in the form of whatever is your special symbol. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. And this is going to be, or I'm going to look for people who are, you know, have a newborn baby and and you're going to start to see everything because your mind will see whatever you tell it to. You'll see more smiles. You'll see more you know, but if you're in a, in a place where you're believing that things around you are not going well, that's what comes your way. Right? Yeah. That makes so much sense. And it's like, I feel like I inherently know that, but like you said, it's just so easy to get caught up and because, yes. especially just because of how many thoughts are swirling around in our brains at any given time all day long. You know, like I heard we have like yes. 60,000 thoughts a day yes. or like something like that. And it's just like, and most of them are actually the same every day, which is interesting. Right. So then those knowing that those are the same things, like you have to really pay attention to what those same things are that you're telling yourself, because those, like you're saying, are the things that then become like your reality. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's really, it's really, really important work that you're doing. It's really powerful what you do. And I think like, it's really important also to start teaching it to our kids totally. from a young age. Like what are some ways to kind of get this rooted totally. at a young age? I think about that all the time because I feel like yeah. it's be curriculum in schools, like totally. to be able to be a master of yourself is the ultimate education, right? Like you don't need anything outside of you. You, It's all inside, right? And that's not what our society sort of teaches us. And so, yeah, I I actually, Lucy is a little bit young. She's only 16. But with Amelie, I've actually really thought a lot about this. Like, how do I instill this in her? And I think it's like in the littlest ways, you know, because I think kids, you know, it's like little bite-sized things, you know, Mm -hmm. regularly is kind of the way, like a little Mm -hmm. too much. You'd be like, 
what are you talking about? <laughs> right. Like you're not going to sit her down and have like a whole existential conversation. Yes, with her. exactly. Yeah. But we definitely do a lot of gratitude, like rituals. We, mm-hmm. we share, you know, what we're grateful for, but also taking it to the next level, not just keeping with us, but okay, how can we express that gratitude? How can we share that gratitude? And that idea of like that energy is contagious, right? That we are, our energy affects other people. So making her aware that, you know, if she shows up acting in a certain manner, whatever she sees coming at her is a reflection of how she's showing up. So if she shows up and she's in you know, sometimes she'll act like a baby. Mm-hmm. This actually is an example from yesterday. She, she was at school and she said that her friend was like trying to boss her around. Her friend at school was trying to tell her what to do basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I said, oh, I'm sorry. That must've been hard. Right. But how were you showing up? What were you, what was your role in it? Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, well, can you think about what you were doing, how you were feeling? And she's like, well, you know, I was talking like a baby and I was like, okay. Cause she sometimes says, I was like, well, do you think that if you changed the way you showed up, maybe she wouldn't take on that role. And she's like, I don't know. I never thought about it. And I was like, well, you're in control of, of the way that you show up. You're not in control of anyone else. Right. Totally. So if you can change how you're being, mm-hmm. maybe it will impact the, the way that this person is treating you. And yeah. she's like, okay, I'll try <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. It's like, just like, things like taking responsibility for what you bring in. It could have been so easy just to be like, oh, that's not nice of her. That's not nice of her. Right. But that's or like, not did helpful. you tell the teacher yeah. like that? Right. Like those aren't the lessons that you want them to learn. Every day we ask, what was your peach and your pit, which Aww. is like the best part of your day and mm-hmm. the hardest part of your day. And just these types of things are things that all humans should ask themselves, like being aware of, you know, how, when you felt most in alignment, when you fell out of alignment. Mm-hmm. Right. And so teaching kids to reflect on themselves and on their day from a young age is really helpful. Mm-hmm. I think also asking to observe like what she feel like she did well, I think training the mind to really kind of to record happy memories and, and memories that provide confidence and reflect back that you're proud of yourself. I think that is a really good skill to learn at a young age. I, I work with a lot of people who their natural inclination is to remember everything that went wrong or everything that they did wrong or they perceive that they could have done better. And that's just training, right? If you could train your mind to see what you did right, what went right, then you start again, like I said, like you start seeing that and you start, that's what becomes um, a memory in your memory Mm -hmm. bank, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you, someone could have the exact same experience and one person could remember only the good things and the other person could remember only the bad things about it. And it was exactly the same experience. It's just the way the brain chooses to filter it, right? right? right. And what it chooses to record. And now a word from our sponsor. Spring is right around the corner and I am so excited to switch my looks up with new colors and prints. You've heard me talk about Macy's a lot lately. They've been an awesome partner to work with, but Macy's really does have everything you need to keep your wardrobe as fresh as the new season is. I live in jeans. And if you're like me, you might be looking to upgrade your fit, your color, your wash, you know, maybe just like those old ones that you're ready for 
for like a new little lift. Macy's has got you covered with must-have relaxed jeans from top designers that you'll want to wear everywhere. I'm searching their stock as we speak and they have all styles anyone could need. And if you're looking for an easy way to step up any casual look, make a statement in like a cute jacket or blazer. It's really that perfect transition piece from cool to warm weather or warm to cool or day to night. Anyways, not sure which styles for you. Do not worry. Connect with the Macy's personal stylist one-on-one in store or chat from the comfort of your own home. Either way, the appointment is catered just to you and your style dreams. Best of all, it's free. So head on over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. That's Macy's.com slash personal stylist. Since the pandemic started, parents aren't allowed to go into sunny school. We just drop him off right up front. We really have to rely on what he tells me in order to get the details of the day. This is tricky. Usually I get it. It was good response and it didn't really feel good. But when I learned about OutSchool, I quickly wanted to get Sunny involved. OutSchool offers the largest variety of live interactive online classes for kids pre-K through high school. Classes are actually really fun and they cover every interest you can think of. And some you honestly can't like video game design, cartoon animation, playing an instrument, speaking a language, creative writing, and so much more. There's something for any kid. Classes are super affordable with a variety of sizes to choose from. OutSchool makes it easy for kids to learn what they love, a gift that gives back to them over and over for their entire lives. OutSchool really helps kids get excited about learning and it can help yours too. To learn more about all OutSchool has to offer and to save $15 off your child's first class, go to outschool.com slash withwit and use code withwit. That's code withwit at O-U-T-S-C-H-O-O-L dot com slash withwit to save $15 off your child's first class. That's outschool.com slash withwit. And now back to the episode. I want to talk a little bit more about the dream catcher just so yes. everyone can like hear what Thank it's all you. about yes. and hear how if you know whether they're in California or not like how how they can get involved. That's the coolest part about it and that was the intention behind creating it is that people can be a part of it from anywhere which is you know something that I was struggling with because I was working with so many clients and and was honestly at capacity and couldn't take any more on, but I wanted to create this community for all the people that I, that wanted to work with me and that I wanted to work with. Um, and so it is a really awesome community of women and there's two or three workshops per month. I was initially, it's advertised as two, but I've been throwing in a third just because I've been, I have all these cool guest experts that I want to bring on. And so those are over Zoom and then they're recorded so that they can be watched at any time. If people have busy schedules or in a different time zone, they don't have to worry about being able to go. But a lot of people do show up for those live and get to ask questions and get to interact. And then there's a curriculum. So there's my curriculum of, of manifestation tips and tools and practices and videos, guided meditations, um, lots of journal prompts. It's really just this immersive sort of guide to how to create your dream life, how to create your dream reality, and how to get really clear on what it is that you want. 
and then have this community of people supporting you to get there too. Amazing. That's so amazing. How long are the programs? How, how are they formatted? Yeah. So it's a, when you sign up, you get access to the full curriculum mm-hmm. and that's at your own pace. Got it's it. a self-guided and they're recorded. And as long as you're in the course, you can access that anytime. Okay. And then there's two to three, like I said, Zoom workshops each an hour. And so one of them is with me and then the other one or two is with a guest expert that I bring on. Right. Right. Okay. So it's this like, it's like, cause I used to do, um, you know, in-person workshops all the time and now, you know, I, it, it wasn't available for a long time, but now it is, but this is actually so nice because I can work with people from everywhere and there's a really good flow to it. And then I'm actually doing an in-person retreat with some of the members no coming up in March. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Here in Montecito. No way. Yep. So you're hosting like a whole weekend long retreat? Actually, it's mini. It's only a half okay. day. And okay. It's, but some people, I mean, someone's coming in from New York for it. And so I think they're just like using it as, it's such a great destination to come to that I think people are like, you know, and some of these like people I'm, are- I'm going to come visit. Yeah. Exactly. And some of these people are my clients. So we'll do like in-person sessions too when they're here aside from the retreat. Yeah. But then I, I send, I send everyone like gifts and I send people, you know, if they sign up, you know, I run different fun programs and stuff like that. So it's, yeah. it's just fun to like spoil this community. I love yeah. like just making them feel good and, and connecting them with each other. And yeah, it's so fun. I really love it. It's really, it's really such a beautiful thing that you're doing. And I think that it is so meaningful for people that don't necessarily have access to this, you know, and there is something to be said about having that in-person connection. But for you, there's like, there's so much more power beyond that. And there's so many other people to touch. So this is really cool that you're doing that. Okay. I want to talk quickly about just like your day and how you, you were talking about obviously making time for that, like quiet solo time. And I'm sure a lot of people ask you this as a mom of two, just like, you know, what your days kind of look like and how you make sure that you're fitting in that time so that you're able to really show up for your family. Yeah. We have very early wake up around here this morning. It was like in the fives five zone, which is early, but we, we power through and I have help. So at eight 15, our Lucia's nanny comes and I take Amelie to school. I, you know, Mm -hmm. before that it's like breakfast, they have like a three course meal for breakfast. I feel like these girls eat so much. I don't know where they put it. (laughs) That's amazing that that's, I mean, like ideal scenario. I think Sunny's never hungry in the morning. Really? Oh Mm -hmm. my gosh. Lucia she eats like a truck driver. I've never <laughs> seen anything like it. Mas, mas. Always wants mas, mas, mas. She's so, and she wakes up screaming, hungry. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> She's so cute. I'm like, all right, girl, we got this. So, so yeah. And then I drop Amelie off at school and I go straight to yoga. So that's my, that's like my, mm-hmm. that's my non-negotiable. I mean, I do some sort of physical exercise or activity in the morning. And for me, that's like what, and I talk about this in the course, like you have to find what like sets your energy on fire, what makes right. you feel most alive, what gets mm-hmm. you feeling like your optimal self and do those things religiously non-negotiable. And so for me, honestly, like getting a good sweat and I've actually started this only from, from, you know, when it was possible, I feel like everything was off limits for a while recently, yeah. but yeah. I go to like a yoga sculpt where I sweat like 
crazy. That's my favorite thing ever. I need to find a better hot yoga studio, but that's for me too. But I need to look at it as like a non-negotiable because I don't look at it like that now. I'm like, oh, if I'm lucky, I'll get that in. But I I put it in my calendar and it's in and I sign up in advance. I have Mm. them like signed up. I go to core power and I love it. I sweat, sweat, sweat. Like, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm high when I leave. Like I literally am invincible. And I feel like if that's all I did all day, I'd be like, I'm on top of the world. Yeah. I mean, I should feel that way too, but I I do core power too, but it's never hot enough for me. I'm always like, no, should I go to sculpt? That is life-changing. I only go to the sculpt classes. Oh, I only have ever done the hot power classes. Go to the yoga sculpt. It will change your life. So that's how I start my day. Then, And also this new thing that Brian and I have been doing is that we're intermittent fasting and I don't eat until Mm -hmm. after, after that. Like I used to eat with the girls at like five. I was hungry at eat and now starving um, by eight yeah. o'clock you've been yeah. up for three hours totally yeah. but I've trained myself to I have a latte Brian makes a delicious oat milk latte yeah and then I um come home I shower which feels incredible and I try to take a cold shower that's really mm. good for your body these are all like little longevity hacks so then yeah. I yeah so I eat after that and you know that it brings me to like uh 10 30 11 and then I usually have my first clients at 11 and I have phone sessions or beach sessions if it's someone local here. Mm-hmm. And I do work until about 1.30 or 2. And then um, I'm back with Lucia. Then Lucia and I hang. We like do some sort of fun adventure. We go. She's obsessed with e-biking. Obsessed. We're getting those next week. We have a, um, <laughs> Really? It's the best yeah, thing ever. It is the most fun thing. Our neighbors had them and we went for a ride. And I was like, I could li- like live on these be outside all day biking it's like heavenly it's so fun and lucia will bring me into the garage and she'll grab her helmet and she'll beg so it's like so i've fun. it's become like our thing that she like in the afternoon she's like ready and waiting she like hands me my helmet has it and she it's funny we could go on like a long bike ride we get back and she's not done she's like no no we're more. still going more <laughs> So we so do some perfect. sort of thing like that. And then we pick up Amelie and then all the afternoons are different. Amelie's got right. ten, like tennis and this, like different stuff for the kids and yeah. then make dinner or go out to dinner or whatever. But I feel like in the morning is my time. The morning yeah. is like my within that, like even driving to yoga, it's like I'm blasting a song that like fills me with energy or I'm listening to a podcast that inspires me and, mm-hmm. you know, And there's always that quiet. I find that even in the shower, it's like that quiet space where I'm very intentional with my thoughts. I play mind movies all the time. So you were asking like, if you want to, you know, be in the present, but also create something in the future, when you give yourself like a five minute window or like a specific window where it's not all day, you're not, you're not fantasizing all day, but you're like, this is my moment to do this. And you create a very intentional mind movie about what you're creating, what you're imagining, what you're doing. And like, as if you're experiencing it, you're tuning into it, you're having the sensory experience of being in that situation that you want. Mm -hmm. And it's like, fills you with bliss. Like, and you're programming yourselves that this is what's coming and get so excited about it, but you don't need to worry about it the whole, you're not like stressing about it the rest of the day or, or leaving your present reality, but you're giving yourself space to really sink into that on a deep level. So that could be like first thing in the morning, it could be in the shower, it could be it should definitely be lasting before bed for sure, because you're programming yourself for what you're going to dream about too. Your, your subconscious is the most susceptible to receive right before bed. And most of us just look at like Instagram or, you know, watch some like 
crazy yes. show that makes yeah. our dreams nuts, you know? Right. So I think if you can be, give yourself that buffer in the beginning of the day and the day to program yourself with the first thing in the morning is most important. And the last thing for you to sleep, because the first thing in the morning is setting yourself, setting yourself up for the rest of your day. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah. creating this imprint of how you're going to feel all day. And you're deciding you wake up, you say, okay, I get to experience this day. However I choose, this is my video game of life. How do I want to play it? Right. And before bed, it's the same thing. It's like, okay, well, I'm about to embark on a journey in my dreams. I'm going to, I always ask Brian, what are you going to dream about tonight? And he probably thinks I'm so annoying, but I'm like, <sighs> he's like, I, he's like nothing. And I'm like, no, just tell me what, and him even just having to think about what he wants to dream about. Yeah. Is creating, that's creating intention. Right. And it's like, where do I want my subconscious to go? Right. And I do the same thing. It's, it's hard to think about. It's like, where do I want, but that's such a long stretch of time to just let your mind go wild. You could do that, but are you going to be fully um, satisfied with the results? Right. Right. And the more that you're, yes, the more that you're consistent and disciplined with it in your waking hours, mm-hmm. then it's much more habitual and natural for your mind to do that for you. And right. Your sleep. Right. You're, right. you're like, keep, you're setting the tone during your waking hours. Do you let your mind go crazy and just go all over the place? Or do you bring it back and you give it focus and you tell it what to do? It's like, your mind shouldn't be running you. You should be like running your running mind. Running your mind. Right? Uh, totally. So that brings me to like social media and obviously feeling this need to have a presence there. I know like you with our businesses, we, we do have to have some sort of presence, but I'm wondering what your relationship is with social media, if you deal with like mindlessly scrolling or comparing yourself to others and any kind of tips or things that you tell yourself or how you deal with social media in general. I really like Instagram. I think that the purpose it serves for me is discovery. I feel like I find very cool places to travel, restaurants to eat at, recipes to cook, brands that I'm interested in. Like I view it, my view of it is discovery. Also, I view it as work for me. Yeah. It is a large part of my business. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to have that amazing platform to be able to, to connect with people and to work with brands and all of these things that probably I couldn't do if this didn't exist in this capacity. Right. So I find Mm -hmm. this to be really amazing. I think that because I approach it that way, it doesn't stress me out. It doesn't I don't find myself, I think the one thing that stresses me out is I do think it's a time suck. And I think that like your time is such a valuable currency. You can't get it back. You know, you can always make more money. You can always, you know, do get so much more of, of, of anything, but time slips away. Right. And so there has to be some parameters about that and about like really being mindful. Cause I think it's addicting and it, and it, you get sucked into it. And then b- before you know it, you're like, Oh my gosh, Whoa. Like what just happened? Right. Right. Like and we've all last 20 minutes. Yes. Though. We've all yeah. experienced that. And I think that's the one time where I'm like, Oh, I don't like that feeling. And then I put it away. I really try not to be on my phone at night and not to be on my phone in the morning. Like I agree with you with the time suck. Like Sometimes I just look at it and, and I should have more gratitude towards it because I, like you, would, would not be able to be doing the majority of the things that I'm doing today without it. But sometimes I find myself, because time is so valuable, being like, I can't believe that I'm like spending so much time, not even just like scrolling, but but making things yeah. on my phone yeah. that are useful and beneficial to other people. 
but but it's taking you out of your enjoyment of my oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so anyways yeah I think it's yeah. balance I think it's balance and I think it's like there might be some t- some days where you're like I'm not gonna even if like I feel obligated to I'm not gonna do any like I need to take a break I need to do yeah. nothing that requires that of me and like give yourself that time it's funny because I'm so used to habitually like I want to take a photo of like this beautiful thing or this mm-hmm. like it's been something I've done for so long with how you glow and everything it's just something right. that's in me it's like oh I want to come back to you and I want and, and I want to do it but it's like if I'm like okay today I'm not going to do that at all I'm going to leave my phone at home like I have no problem I'm very much happy to detach from it yeah, yeah. I often forget my phone and I'll leave it at home and you know, it's like, it's nice to take those breaks and not feel like it's something that you need to do, but that you get to do. Amazing. I think those were all my questions. This has been so helpful. Tell everybody where they can find you and any other information about your workshop and everything. Yes. Yes. So you can find my Dreamcatcher course on my website, jessiedelow.com. And my Instagram is at jessiedelow, J-E-S-S-I-E-D-E-L-O-W-E. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.